Welcome to episode 123 of P's and Q's Podcast. I'm Clay Hansen, and I'm here to take you on a little journey. Uh, and that journey today includes a nice little chat with ChatGPT. I haven't really got the hang of it. I thought I had the hang of it, and I don't really have the hang of it. I need to be a little bit more... Yeah, well, you'll see. I try and get it to like explain some conspiracies to me, and it, it literally jumps around the topics. I'm going to like, don't worry, this isn't real. Yeah, whatever. You'll see. Um, and there's no hockey to talk about, no real sports things to talk about. Uh, we get into some conspiracies. We have our fucking moment of meditation before Let's Talk Tuesdays. And we bring back the fan favorite, uh, Duke Paul Galaventa and the King Musa Gloyd for some Let's Talk Tuesdays. Uh, other than that, sit back, relax, and enjoy. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Fucking thing sucks! that song start i know it's by jefferson airplane it's white rabbit by by jefferson airplane i was just thinking of that uh my brother sent me a picture of his computer monitor because he's building a computer and um he him and i used to play like a bunch of different computer games together diablo 2 was definitely pretty high up there but for a short period of time we were playing this war game where it took place in Vietnam, but it was like a hundred on a hundred. Um, it, it was like these massive first person shooter, but it, it doesn't matter. Um, it was a super fun game, but the um, loading song I'll never forget was that dung, 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 if you go chasing rabbits, then you know you're going to walk. And the white knight is talking backwards. Fuck. I gotta listen to that song. It's a fucking banger. It's a banger. 70s music, 60s music, even 50s music. It's just a, it's a treasure chest of bangers. If you have an opportunity, just relax, sit down, relax, and just listen to, just, just look up on Spotify or iTunes, uh, 60s hits, and then maybe go to 60s alternative, get a little crazy, but like Jefferson Starship and Jefferson Airplane, they're both the same band, just, um, they got, they got some hits. But that's um, also uh, Banderas, Antonio Banderas. He plays uh, the the lawyer in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas with Johnny Depp. And he's 
I think he ate a bunch of uh, LSD or mescaline. He was big on mescaline in that movie, I believe, and in the book. But uh, he was tripping balls. And he told Hunter S. Thompson, played by Johnny Depp, uh, to throw a plugged-in mic, uh, a plugged-in toaster into the full bath he was laying in uh, from Jefferson Starship when they're saying "Feed your head" at the end of the song. Feed your head. Uh, and he's expecting him to do it, and as he's about to do it, he takes like a full-size grapefruit and fucking hits, throws it at his forehead as hard as he can. And then locks him in the bathroom. And then just starts taking dabs of adrenochrome. It's a fucking good it's a good movie. And I know I hate it when people say this, but I say, and I say it so often. So I hate myself. I'm a fucking loser. The book is ridiculously better. It's so goddamn good. Yeah. Hunter S. Thompson. Man. Talk about like a fucking him and uh, who's my boy who did Ham on Rye? Um, there's probably one person listening who's like, oh, yep, and said his name just now into the radio. Um, who did Ham on Rye? Charles Bukowski. Ham on Rye is such a fucking good book. Jesus Christ. They should make some movies. They should make some, some Charles Bukowski books into movies i wonder if they've done that already oh my my computer just gave me the old heads up i have 3.18 gigabytes of junk files cluttering my pc thanks for the heads up fuckhead why don't you lick my balls um i'm gonna x that out though it's distracting as hell had a long week this week i gotta tell you long week no hockey all-star break I mean, there was some games, but they didn't really count. Kraken didn't play since Columbus. Ugh. I'm having withdrawals. And they don't play till Tuesday. So I have to wait two more days for a game. And we play uh, we play the, the New York Islanders. The New York, the New York Islanders. And then we play Jersey, and then we play Philadelphia. It's a nice little road. That's a nice little antiques road show if I've ever heard of it. <laughs> but um, work was crazy this week. I'm not even really going to get into it. It doesn't matter. Nothing funny happened. Nothing cool happened. Nothing dangerous happened. It was just work. Um, you might not be able to tell, but I'm getting over sick. Being sick again. And Bo is sick again. I'm telling you, brother, COVID-19 was a freaking cover-up to make so so people will get sick more than they usually were supposed to. Now they're going to get extra more sick. That's COVID-19 for you, brother. <laughs> it's a government conspiracy. It's a government. It is, it is big pharma, and it is the government. <laughs> You better believe I didn't get poked, a.k.a. I did, twice. And now the world seems like it's upside down, brother. What's going on? 
I'm excited for this week's meditation. I can tell you that right now. End of the episode, when I, before Let's Talk Tuesday, we're going to get into a nice little meditation together. Oh, it's going to be so nice. Oh, but it's going to be so nice, though, everybody. Tell me, you guys, if you guys did it last week, um, hit us up on Instagram or uh, on TikTok or on the email, on the Gmail, and, and let me know if you actually are doing the uh, the meditation with us. I'm saying us like I'm not by myself right now in this room. By myself. It's fucking kind of tight, though. And also, actually, this this episode I decided because I kind of fucked around with chat GPT uh, last night. And we're going to... I figured out how to, like, do it proper. Um... So we're going to go down a couple rabbit holes with chat GPT and see how wild this episode can really get, right? Um, and for those, of, for those of you who don't know what chat GPT is, it's essentially a AI which can give you answers to any question, I would say. Um, and they say that it's like going to fuck up like the future of uh, academia, I guess, if that's the word. Like, it's going to make it so schools won't be able to tell if kids have plagiarized papers and shit like that. They're going to have to come up. You know what they're going to have to do is they're going to have to come up with an AI that can scope out whether or not a paper has been written by an AI. How wild is that? And then they're just going to come up with another AI to combat that AI. Man, I watched Terminator 2 last night. It seems a little too on the nose for right now. It was supposed to take place back in the 90s, which is like, okay. And like the robots are slow moving and they're dual yielding laser guns. And that's a little bit something. But like Skynet realizing that humans aren't really necessary and Elon Musk already pointing out that that's kind of the case already. Uh, it's a little nerve wracking, but like I've said before, and I'll take this grave brother. If shit gets way too haywire, I'm taking my family to the mountains. We're, we're going to live off the land. It's going to be a pain in the ass. I'm not saying, and I want it to be known. I'm not saying that I'm going to thoroughly enjoy it, but we're going to make the best out of it. We're going to be together. We should try and figure out a meetup place for all the uh, for all the naughty little boys who want to take the trek out with the fam. Just We'll have a fucking commune out in the wilderness. Everybody will have a job. We don't have to worry about money. We just have to worry about survival, baby. It'll be a beautiful thing. Um, gosh, we're doing some crazy yard renovations right now and they're not even that crazy really but they're all like we're not paying anybody to do it for us we're just doing it you gotta love hard physical labor and if you're listening to this and and you do hard physical labor then like i understand you're probably like screaming shut the fuck up at me which is fine like i i understand hard physical labor when you do it for a living isn't great but like when you do it for your own home it's pretty good 
I'm going to take a little sip of this ice cold grapefruit Kirkland Signature Sparkling Water. ASMR. ASMR. Uh, okay, well, let's get into it. Let's go. Let's let's do some chat GPT. Um, the first question I'll hit it with. We'll just we'll go with we'll go with a softball, right? What are the top ten Hollywood conspiracies? Question mark sent. Loading. It's important to note that many conspiracy theories are not based on credible evidence and should be viewed with skepticism. That being said, some of the most popular Hollywood conspiracies include the moon landing was fake. The assassination of John F. Kennedy was part of a larger plot. The death of Princess Diana was not an accident. 9-11 tax were an in, attacks were an inside. It's going way fast. Okay. Okay. The 9-11 tax, attacks were an inside job. The Illuminati control Hollywood. The existence of a secret society of elites as the New World Order. The government is hiding the truth about extraterrestrial life. The Oklahoma City bombing was a false flag operation. The death of Michael Jackson was a murder. The spread of AIDS was a government conspiracy to target specific communities. I wonder which communities. I mean, I really do. I wonder which communities they're talking about. Um, Okay, so let's go like this. We'll say, I'd like to talk with you about bullet point number five. The Illuminati controls Hollywood. What do you know about that? The idea of the Illuminati controlling Hollywood is a conspiracy theory that suggests a secret and powerful organization known as the Illuminati is behind the scenes manipulating the media and using Hollywood's as a means of exerting control over the masses. It's going way fast again. This theory is not based on credible evidence and has been widely discredited. The Illuminati is a term that refers to a secret society that was established in the late 18th century in Europe. The society was disbanded in the late 1700s and has no connection to any modern organizations. Claims of its who <clears throat> who are some of the Hollywood Elite allegedly who are some of the Hollywood elite that are allegedly members of the Illuminati question mark. It's not possible to say who is members because it's a secret center. Okay. In the realm of conspiracy, the various celebrity politicians, however, okay. So, 
It's important to approach claims, skepticism, claims like to false. It's basically being like, no, 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 don't ask me about this. It's wild. Who are some of the members that conspiracy theorists say are in the Illuminati? have accused many public figures. Oh, my God. Jay-Z, Beyonce, Rihanna, Kanye West, Katy Perry, Lady Gaga, Britney Spears, Taylor Swift, Barack Obama, George W. Bush. The vast majority of these claims are largely to be false. Okay. Let's just move off of this because it seems to be like trying to tiptoe around the idea that the Illuminati is even real, which is everybody knows. Um, Why have aliens made contact with Earth? There's no credible alien. Oh my God. Sorry, dead air. Such dead air. It's giving me such a. I thought I had it figured out. Um. Like I said, have aliens made contact with Earth? And this was its response. There's no credible evidence that suggests that aliens have made contact with Earth. Well, there have been many, many reported sightings of identified flying objects and claims of alien encounters. These have not been scientifically verified, and many can be explained by natural phenomena or human error. The search for extraterrestrial life is an ongoing field of study and speculation. And while the discovery of microbial life on other planets or moons in our solar systems would be a significant scientific discovery, there is currently no credible evidence to suggest that aliens have made contact with Earth. It is important to approach claims of with skepticism, careful evaluate. What are... Lizard people. <laughs> Lizard people is conspiracy theories that suggest certain people in positions of power, influence, including politicians, business leaders, and members of entertainment industry are actually shape-shifting. Lizards disguised as humans. This claims of... Li- oh, my gosh. I understand how somebody could write a paper with this. It, it pounds out this shit super fast. Give me a brief explanation of MK Ultra.
MKUltra was a top-secret CIA program that aimed at researching mind control and interrogation techniques. It was active from the 50s to the 70s, involved use of drugs such as LSD other and other methods to control the behavior and thought subjects. This program was highly controversial, and many of its methods were unethical. It, now, it, it's gone too fast, and I'm going to have to go back. Wow. Okay, it ends everything that I've been asking it so far. It ends it with, it's important to approach claims of government mind control programs with skepticism and to carefully evaluate the evidence before accepting them as true. The vast majority of these claims are likely to be false and it is always best to be skeptical at any information that hasn't been properly verified. Every single one of them says that, which to me is a red flag. Okay, chat GPT, dude. Um... But MK Ultra was a wild one. You know what? I think I'm just gonna hop over to why all of the recent nuclear attack focused and what to do if a strike occurs. Information being shown more infrequently. Here's a probable target map from FEMA below. Would we nuke ourselves and blame another country? It doesn't seem crazy anymore. What's about to happen with nuclear weapons? Who cares? If someone shoots a nuke... That's the biggest thing about people who are like worried about nuclear bombs going off and shit. If a nuclear bomb goes off, we're just fucked. That's the, that's the end of it. So, like... You know what my suggestion would be if I was like in charge of anything and I was like, listen, everybody, if a nuclear bomb goes off, just grab your fucking family, give them a nice big hug and a kiss and just get ready. You ever seen what happened? Dude, actually, speaking of nuclear, uh, I saw a video on TikTok and it was of <laughs> this guy is <laughs> such a fuck. This is such a funny thing. Um... Because, like I said, my TikTok is just riddled with conspiracy theories. And the big one is the uh, the um, well, now I'm, have, I'm drawing a blank. My brain isn't working. My brain is usually on fire and it is not on fire right now. It's like burning coal uh, embers right now. I need, a, I need to put some gas on that bad boy. Um, what's it called? The uh, the shift in dimensions where we're living in a different dimension now. So basically people think that since the, uh, the, the particle collider over there, uh, they just ran it in a 17 mile thing, smashing particles into one another. Um, what is that called? Now I'm going to pause it so I can find out because this is going to cause a little bit of dead air. i got to figure out this word I'm looking for. And the award for the world's biggest dipshit goes to me. I was talking about the Mandela Effect. And the Mandela Effect... Okay, so what the Mandela Effect is a conspiracy that uh, we are living in a different dimension and there's certain subtle clues that lead to it. And like the Berenstein bears is one of them. Um, 
And like just recently, Chick Fil A came out, right? And somebody was like, "When has there ever been a K at the end of Chick in Chick Fil A?" And I thought about it. I was like, I was always pretty sure it was C H I C dash F I L dash A, but now it's C H I C K dash F L I F I L dash A. So. There was one guy who came out and he was like, check this out. You ever uh, hear about don't put metal in microwaves? Well, that I guess doesn't apply anymore. And he puts like a fucking penny in the microwave and it doesn't do anything. Or he puts a nickel in there or something like that. He puts he puts a piece of metal in the microwave. And anybody who's ever done like one time, dude, one time uh, me and my brother, when we were at my mom's house, I put a can of Chef Boyardee in the microwave with the fork in it, two pieces of metal, with a piece of aluminum foil over the top of it, three pieces of metal. I pushed start on it, and it started, and I fucking yanked the door open. I was like, whoa, that was spooky. And then I told my mom about it, and she was like, don't put metal in the microwave. I was like, okay, should have told us that before you like just let us live here, you know? But, um, so I was like, whoa, that's super weird. I won't, you know, to me, I'm like, wow, that actually is a legit conspiracy because I've always, I've firsthand experience of metal in the microwave is a bad thing. And then I went to the comments because I was like, you know, what's going to prove this video wrong is at least five comments. We're going to be like, yo, what the fuck? I just put I just put a fork in my microwave and it fucking exploded. <laughs> there wasn't just five. There was about 300 of these people who were like, yo, dude, you should take this down because it is extremely dangerous. Just put foil in the microwave. Almost started a fire. Fuck you later, pal. <laughs> like talk. And here's the thing about the conspiracy world of TikTok is that the people who fuck with conspiracy TikTok, I think it's a pretty small percentage of them who are like me, who watch them and are like, ooh, this is this is fun. I'm enjoying this because it's fun. I think a large portion of them subscribe to Alex Jones and are like, oh, oh, so you don't know about lizard people. You don't know about shape-shifting reptilians. That's funny because you haven't done any research on it, flat earth. You know that. Now, there. here's the thing is the hollow earth one is a fucking super dope conspiracy. It's about the fact that like the inside of the earth is hollow. It pretty much explains itself. Uh, but there was a huge sinkhole that opened up in China and there was like huge prehistoric trees and shit inside of it. Um, and they haven't even like scratched the surface on like researching down there and shit yet, which is, I've been keeping an eye on that because, uh, for their, for a sinkhole, to, the way that trees and plants and shit grow is photosynthesis. It needs sunlight. So how did trees, how did massive trees grow underground? Uh, and if they were there for before and then, you know, um, time takes its place and uh, ground grows over it or whatever it may be, then the trees should be dead. 
Right. So, um, that's, that's one of them, you know, that might be a way that might be actually a different angle, right? During nuclear war, there'd be nuclear, nuclear fallout and then there'd be a nuclear winter and we wouldn't see sun. And then that would basically be the end of human, that would be human extinction is what that would lead to. But if there's an under, if there's a hollow earth, if you can find how to get into hollow earth, that might be where you want to go. Cause if trees and shit can survive down there without sun, then that means there's stuff down there. There's things. Maybe there's some cool giant frog that you can, you can attack and you can eat its legs and it's like chicken, man. I want that to be real, you know, massive animals, prehistoric animals go down there. Just, you know, be cool, man. See, that's what I want. I, I wish, if any of this was real, I wish that the government would just come forward and be like, listen, we got a lot on our plate. Here's something for you guys to focus on for a little while. And then just unleash video documents of like hollow earth and fucking all sorts of shit. Uh, but, you know, the Illuminati controls the government and everybody knows that. So it doesn't matter. They're not going to release that information that... That pertinent information, dude. Um, ooh, you know which one thing I did want to look up is that uh, there was some sort. I think the Golden Globes happened. And we all know. We all know. Golden Globes. The Golden Globes is a fucking Illuminati feeding ground. Uh Man. Oh, right there. You open up conspiracy uh, fucking Reddit. Is there a demonic gathering that Pfizer won't sponsor? The Grammys presented by Pfizer. <laughs> That's a good one. That's cool. USA. Hmm. Either way, whatever. Just want a little bit of a dive there. But uh, I'm thinking what I'm going to start doing is I'm just making each episode, you know, like an hour or so. And then uh, I think what we can do now is we can do, let's do our meditation. Let's get our breath. Let's, let's get our breaths in. Okay. Spread a little love, a little positivity everybody and then we'll get into some let's talk tuesdays um i got some from the king i got some from the duke we're fucking back in action here uh i got two from the gmail uh and so here's what we're gonna do we're gonna take fucking five we're gonna we're gonna here we go if you're driving just you know, exercise the best you can. But if you're if you're if you're not driving, if you're not operating a motor vehicle, let's get into the uh, our breaths. Ready? Here we go. We're gonna close our eyes. We're gonna take one deep breath in through the nose, out through the mouth. Here we go. Oh. That first one always feels so good, doesn't it? 
think about all the nice things you have in life, the nice people that you have in your life, the people you love, the people you cherish, the things you love, the things you cherish. Let's take another deep in, eyes closed. Oh, that's nice. That is nice. Think you only got a couple more months before the leaves start popping back on those trees. The greens never seemed so green before. Take another deep in. And let it out. You got that smell of fresh air. It's nice 72 degrees. Just going for the first walk of the year. I mean, maybe you've been walking in the but the real walk where you can wear shorts and a shirt. Maybe you have a sweatshirt on because it's a little brisk. It's after work, but it's not going to get dark until 7, and you know that. You take another deep breath in. Well, let's go back in time to simpler times. Back when you were a kid. It's the 90s, early 2000s. You and your buddies are staying up late. It's summer. You got two or three months off from school, but it feels like an eternity. Take a deep breath in. You got bagel bites. Keto's, microwave that shit. Ichi's got soda pop. You might be playing Super Smash Bros, Mario Party. Maybe you're playing Final Fantasy. Maybe you're just watching Dragon Ball Z. Take another deep breath in. Maybe you're staying at a buddy's house that you grew up playing sports with. And you got to stay the night at his house on a Friday night practice. And you got a Saturday game. Take a deep breath in. The life is good. Let's take one more deep breath in. Come back to reality. Things seem a little crazy right now. But you are in control of your own destiny. You are in control of your own happiness. You don't need a million things to be happy. You just need to make you happy. Take a deep breath in. God damn, that feels good. Tell me if you're with me. Hit me up on Instagram. Hit me up on TikTok. Hit me up on the fucking Gmail. Tell me if that is actually something I should stop doing or continue doing. Because if you guys don't want to hear it on the podcast, that's fine. But I'm telling you right now, I'm going to keep doing it in my own personal life. And that you can take to the bank there, fuckhead. (laughs) ASMR, me spitting a loogie into a can. Let's fucking go, dude. Um, there wasn't too much. I've, oh, actually, you know what? My TikTok's actually kind of blowing up right now. My last fucking video had like 1,800 likes on it. Boy! And I've gained like 400 followers in the past three days. Now, I found out to go live on TikTok 
what you can do is you need a thousand followers. So once I hit that thousand mark, I'm going to start doing the podcast live on TikTok. You guys can come and fucking hang out with me. You can ask Let's Talk Tuesdays live. Get the fuck out of here. That's going to be so lit. Yeah, I just said lit. I don't care. I do not care. That's going to be fucking popping. So once the TikTok goes live, then we're going to start doing Let's Talk Tuesdays live. This thing's going to blow up. And again, like we've been talking about since the fucking beginning, since the beginning times, you can say you got in ground floor. You've been listening since day fucking one there, putos. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, dude. That's sick. So... Uh, that brief meditation is going to lead us into Let's Talk Tuesday. This week's Let's Talk Tuesday is brought to you by Simpler Times and Good Vibes, brother. Being in control of your own happiness. We're going to get through this together, guys. I'll be your pillar of positivity for you. We can be each other's shoulders to lean on. Things may seem kind of crazy right now. But we don't have to let it control our lives. We can just be happy with one another. Dude, if you see someone walking down the street and you're walking past him, I don't care if you don't know him. Give him the fucking courtesy smile. I read an article the other day. And uh, this guy, he left, he committed suicide by jumping off the Golden Great Bridge. And they went to his apartment. They found in his apartment, there was only one thing. There was a note on his kitchen table that said, today I'm going to be walking the entire Golden Gate Bridge. If one person smiles at me, I won't jump off of it. And he fucking jumped off of it. So if you see a fucking person walking down the street and you make eye contact with them, give them that courtesy smile. Let them know you're a human. Let them know that everything's everything's cool on my end, man. Big smile. We're going to be okay. Bring that jovial, happy attitude to work with you. Let everyone know that it's okay to be positive. You don't have to bitch about your job constantly. You don't got to get in the drama. You don't got to do all that bullshit. You know what you got to do? You go to work. You be a positive person. You smile. You bring good energy. And people are going to fucking love you. You're going to do fine. Okay? Work your ass off. Definitely work your ass off. But be positive. Be happy. You could be fucking mining opal in fucking Cambodia or wherever. So people can tap fucking... Uh, the fucking heart button on Clay's TikTok on their iPhone. Or you can be living the dream, having a job. Who cares what, you know, you got to put in your eight hours, but be happy while you do it, baby. We're all happy. I'm a pillar of positivity for you guys. Reach out, find me. I'll be your inner strength. Let's get to Let's Talk Tuesdays. All right. So the first one we got, I'm going to get to is the Duke. Paul Garaventa. Uh, he hit me last week and it actually, I need to check my spam because I checked my spam and he was in there. So I didn't go that deep into it. I just saw it. Um, and I had mentioned like letting a homeless person spit in my mouth, uh, for, and he starts out with, there's no amount of money you can give me for, give for me to allow a homeless person to spit in my mouth and require me to swallow it. Especially if there's no guarantee I wouldn't get sick. Here's my Let's Talk Tuesday. You get to eat at one restaurant for free for the rest of your life. 
but you can't go to any other restaurants ever. What do you choose? You can cook whatever you want at home, but if you decide to go out, it has to be that restaurant. Okay. I didn't even give this one any thought. So you guys are going to be with me on the thought process here because there are the big three, right? And the the big three for me, and this is just going to sound white trash, but whatever, are Azteca, Red Robin, Cheesecake Factory. Now, I could go and say something like, you know, The Met or uh, Palisades or some of the two fancy places here in Seattle. Um, But the problem is, is they only have them in Seattle. So that would mean I wouldn't be able to go out to dinner anywhere if I ever left Washington, right? So those... I guess, well, fuck, I guess that about clears that up for me. I'd have to go Cheesecake Factory. I was going to go with Azteca because it's so consistently good every time. Actually, okay, I don't leave Washington that often. So, but when I do, we eat at restaurants. Fuck! Maybe it'd be good for me. Maybe it would be good for me. You go out... And you go and actually hit the grocery store. No, that would be so annoying. I would be the most annoying person to have to go to fucking any place with. Like, could you imagine taking, like, I take my family to, like, San Diego for, like, a week on vacation? Big long yawn. That's great, air. Cool. Um, Take my family on vacation and... I'm like, all right, first stop, we got to go down to uh, Costco, grab some food. That means I have to stay at a place with a fucking kitchenette, Airbnb. I could pull it off. I could pull it off. Because here's the thing. I don't travel that much, though. And it's not like I could hand. I wouldn't handicap the people around me. Like, I have no problem being the guy who goes, you go to go to go out to any restaurant you want. I'm going to make a turkey sando here. I'm pretty simple like that. Can you eat leftovers? Can you eat leftovers? If somebody goes to a restaurant and brings it to your house, can you eat leftovers from a restaurant? Because if that's the case, that's too much of a loophole, though. Because then you could just send anyone to any restaurant and be like, hey, get me this and just bring it home. (laughs) Um. I think I guess I go Cheesecake Factory because the variety is so there, right? You can get a steak. You can get tacos. You can get burrito. You can get spaghetti. You can get fucking shepherd's pie. You can get lasagna. They have such a fucking dense menu that I would probably, I would have to, I would have to go with um, Cheesecake Factory because I also believe that those are nationwide that's worth a Google here. Let's see how many, let's see how many, uh, how many cheese. Oh, you know what? Let's do this. Let's ask chat GPT. How many cheesecake factories are there nationally? Why can't you generate a response? Why? 
what is this? The ultimate fucking. Let's reload it. Let's try it one more time. Sorry. I want to try and f- configure Chat GPT into my life. How many cheesecake factories are there nationally? All right. As of my knowledge cut off in 2021, there are approximately 200 cheesecake factory restaurants across the United States. However, this number may have changed since then and could be different now. Okay, that works for me. So I'll take cheesecake factory. I would take cheesecake factory because there's so many options and they're everywhere, right? Because if you pick somewhere in Seattle, then it's like, well, then you're fucked. Because also, if you pick Palisade, that means that you don't get to go to restaurants like ever, 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 ever. I think I've been to Palisade once and it was for uh, me and my wife's anniversary. Maybe we went twice. I'm not sure. There's just so many times that I've gone to like super, super nice restaurants. I'm going to take another sip of this fucking sparkling Kirkland signature grapefruit. Give me a second here, ASMR. God, that's nice. Um, okay. Thank you, Duke. I appreciate you. And here we go. Um, these ones are brought to you by the fuck. You know who it is? The king. Fucking young Musa. So he's got three for us because it's on Instagram. And my wife checks the Instagram because I couldn't get the Instagram on my phone. I'm going to try and I think I updated my phone so I might be able to get Instagram back. We'll see what happens here. Let's talk Tuesday. What are three to five things you remember as a kid seeing your friends, family having that made you feel like they were well off or rich? For example, having a basketball hoop in the garage slash yard with a glass backboard or having a fridge that pours water and ice. Um, that's a really good one because there, I feel like there's so, so basically like if you had a friend, what did they have that made you think like, damn, they're rich. Damn, they're rich as fuck. Um, and cause I grew up like a, a majority of my life was in apartments with like my mom or my dad. We didn't like have a house until I was like, I don't know, like 11 or 12 years old. Um, but the uh like a really nice suv always made me like and not even really nice like an suv in general always made me be like damn they're like living the like lap of luxury like people who had a dvd player in their fucking suv i don't even know how you get so rich and now just ipads over the world but yeah there's like having um having auxiliary electronics in an SUV was huge. Um, people who went on vacations every year, I also was like, woof, get the mop out. There's too much drip going on here. How, how are you getting all this? How are you, how are you getting all this fucking, this vacation money, boy? Uh, my cousins, my cousins had a, um, an RV growing up. And I remember, and they went skiing every year, and I just remember being like, "Wow!" So this is how the other side lives, man. Not too far, not too far off. It's pretty good. 
There was, yeah. I mean, there's, there's like a fucking such a big list. Um, one of my friends had a fucking uh, a projector in there. Bo- oh, 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 a bonus room. People who had bonus rooms were rich. People who had a room dedicated to just play things were rich. Dude, this one kid that I fucking grew up with and went to middle school and high school with, uh, I won't say his name, but he was legit rich, lived in an actual real-life mansion, like a real-life mansion that had a false fucking bookshelf that led to a basement. Yeah, so rich, dude. It was so sick. We had the fucking dopest parties there. We would get so trashed. It was so ballin'. God, I loved that shit. It was cool. He was a dickhead. He he could be a dickhead sometimes. And sometimes he was super nice. Sometimes, like, chilling with him was fucking dope. But sometimes it was like, damn, he knows that he's got a fucking super advantage being this rich. Being so rich. You're so rich. Must be nice. Um... But, yeah, having a bonus room, having a nice SUV, going on vacation. Um, There's also something about, uh, like, Christmas vacations. When when you hear people for Christmas break, like, went to a place, was like, whoa, that's fucking sick. And, And I understand now, like, none of that means you're rich at all, you know? Like, my wife went to a private school. Her and her family was definitely not rich. <laughs> far, far from it. So, like, going to private school is definitely not one of them. You know? <laughs> but there was... I, I've known some super, super uh, financially rich people in my time where you're just like... Some of them you can fucking tell and they like it that you can tell. And then some of them you would never fucking know. And it's totally wild. This the, the first guy I ever worked for, R.I.P. Carrie Miller. He's dead now. Um, that dude was crazy rich. And if you saw him walking, like, he, if you saw him just walking into, like, Albertsons, he's wearing, like, you know, like, faded blue jeans, moccasins, and kind of like a torn up shirt. And you're just like, oh, that guy's just a fucking millionaire. A big time millionaire. Oh my god. It was so wild. Being around a guy who could just fucking buy. Seeing somebody cease. Like there was one time I watched Carrie Miller. This dude because I worked for him. I would pull weeds and like change oil and clean his fucking cars and shit with this guy. He had a guy who worked for him on his property. His name was Cletus. Shout out Cletus. Cletus was the fucking man dude. Um, but I watched Carrie Miller one time look at a thing. He was like, it was during eBay. So there was internet and he was looking at like a sandblasting machine or something. And it was like 13 grand, 13 or 15 grand. It was like a really legit sandblaster. And he just bought it. He just went and found one and just, he like saw it on eBay and was like, Whoa, that'd be really cool to have. And like a $15,000 purchase 
when I was like 13 or 14, I was like, that is an absurd amount of money to spend on anything besides a car. And the next day I came to work and like there was just a sandblaster. Like Cletus was unloading it from his, his work truck. I was like, he paid a guy. So think about that. He went, found a sandblaster that he could get quicker, paid his employee to go with his money, buy a sandblaster, pick it up, and then bring it back to his house and unload it. That's rich. Just being able to like, I want this thing and I want it by tomorrow. Um, but I guess everybody lives like that now. Thanks, thanks, Papa Bezos. Thank you, Papa Bezos. I love you so much. Okay, so the next one from Young Musa is if you could pick one video game to turn into a movie, live action or animated, what would be the best and what would be the worst? That is such a good question. And here's the one thing, and I was thinking about this. I think it would be important for them. So I'm going to revise it a little bit. I'm going to have it be a, a mini series because video games are so like the stories are so long and I wouldn't want them to just make a version of the video game for a movie. I would want them to do the video game from start to finish as a mini series. Um, and I think, I think what I would have to go with is Diablo 2. Oh, God, I love that movie. You could have it be, oh, and, and it would be, it would be like Beowulf. Remember Beowulf that came out after uh, 300? Or it would be like 300. It would be shot the same way and like animated the same way 300 was, right? So, um, the... Yeah, that'd be so sick. I would really like that. So you get the uh, the barbarian, and we do we do, we would do Diablo. We would do Diablo two, the expansion pack too. So you'd have them go through all four acts. Then they'd have to do Act five and kill Bale, and that would be the end of Diablo two, the miniseries brought to you by HBO. Because we want HBO on top of this. We don't want to give it to Peacock. We don't want to give it to fucking Paramount. We want HBO on top of it. We want the big dogs. We want the home box office to put this together for us. And you do... He has, you have to go fight Bloodraven. And you have to go fight on Dariel. And then you have to go fucking through the whole shit. The whole kit and caboodle. God, that'd be so sick, dude. And then, you know, the worst one would be like... And for the worst one, we'll just keep it a movie because who gives a shit? But like, um, the worst video game to turn into, didn't they try and turn Tetris into a video game? And I was like, how do you do that? You know, they made, I know they made uh Tron into a fucking movie and you're like, can you, can we just come on guys? Easy. Or maybe Tron was a movie and they made it into a video game. I don't know. Uh, they made Battleship into a movie, and that was a big pile of shit. <laughs> that movie licked my butthole. <laughs> that licked the bottom of my ball sack 
to my butthole, a.k.a. The Taint, Battleship, terrible movie turned into a fucking video a video. Or that was just a board game turned into, even worse, you turned a board game into a fucking movie. What were we, th- what were we thinking? You know, what were we thinking? Um, the worst video game to turn into uh, a movie would be like, you know, one of like, maybe like a mobile game, you know, like Candy Crush, you know, fucking Candy Crush apparently is a fucking dope game. They turned Angry Birds into a movie and, you know, my kids fuck with it, but I think Candy Crush would be a tough one. Um... But, like, video games that I've actually played, huh? Um, it would suck if they turned Zelda Ocarina of Time into a movie because they'd fuck it up. They would absolutely fuck it up. They wouldn't do it justice. You know they would fuck that up. So, there's definitely that. So, yeah, let's just do that. Uh, Diablo 2... Okay, Diablo 2 as a mini Diablo 2 expansion pack as a mini series from HBO or Zelda Ocarina of Time as a mini series by HBO would also be fucking fires fuck. Both shot in the way that 300 is shot. So it'd be for adults. You know, like Zelda fucking Link cutting one of those fucking water eyeballs in half and just gooey as fuck. Um and then if they turned either, actually same thing on the same side, if either of those were turned into just short feature films, you know, hour 30, hour 45, that would be the worst. Because it's like my two favorite video games that they just turned into like, my biggest fear is that they wouldn't do it justice. You know what I'm saying? That is how you make the worst movie out of a video game. Or Candy Crush. Fuck them. And then the last one, here we go. Uh-oh. You guys are about to get a little dad out of clay. Don't <laughs> be ready. The last Let's Talk Tuesday, and then I'll get the la- I'll get the other one from Gmail um, next week because it's getting late, and I still have some work to do. Um, what is your biggest complaint about today's youths? Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Well, I'm glad you asked, King. I'm glad you asked. My biggest problem with the youths of today are that a vast majority of them are... How do I put this without sounding like way too much of a hard are very, very, very soft. And they complain until they get their way. And this has been so successful for them that now us as a society have to kneel to that type of behavior. Because when I was a kid, if I didn't get my way, that was just the way it was. That was just it. That was it. Sorry, you don't get that thing. Sorry, you have to work very hard to get stuff that you want in life. Sorry. Like, 
hard work, putting maximum effort. Like my biggest complaint about the youth of today is that their knowledge and behavior aren't what makes me nervous. I think the youth of today is actually probably going to be a relatively peaceful people, which is great. That's what the world needs for sure. But um, if they don't exploit the fact that they have, if, if they are going to be the ones to say like, this is the way that the world is now, you can't yell at me to get me to work harder or faster. You can't yell at me to get things from me. You can't demand that I do this thing for you to earn a paycheck. You can't demand that I do this thing to gain success. You just have to do it because I told you to let me do it. If they're going to lean on that, then they also have to lean heavily on the fact that they now have to change globally society as a whole together. That's what our next generation is responsible for, is starting to take the hardos like me and the people in my family who have worked their fucking asses and fingers to the bone to support their family and their livelihoods and maybe have been pricks about stuff in the past and maybe have resolved altercations physically. If you're no longer going to be a part of that life, then you have to make sure that everybody around you, all other countries on the globe, operate the same way as you. You have to be willing to have discussions with foreign enemies and foreign allies, just as, and, and it's not a matter of, because here's the thing, like, this is my biggest complaint, is that in America, we right now are experiencing this, uh, I hate to say it, but I'm just going to say it because it's just the perfect, it's the woke, you know, the woke group of people where it's like, you better ask somebody's pronoun before they fucking before like all these different things. And that's, that's fine. Whatever. I don't give a shit. Um, I'm not going to call you bug or Zem or Zay. Cause those aren't words. I'll call you he or she or them or they, that's fine. I don't give a fuck. Not my problem. But what my problem is, is that no one else on the fucking planet who's worth a shit is actually practicing that. And then all the other kids who are not focused on school or give a shit about school are like, I'm just going to be a streamer or I'm going to be famous on TikTok or I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. And sure, you could probably look at me and be like, hey, Clay, isn't that the pot calling the kettle black? Because isn't that what you're kind of trying to do? Like be a TikTok guy and like a content guy and you make this podcast every week and though you're really tired, you maybe not want to. But I have done the work. I have put in the work. I do this in my free time. I'll work 80 or 90 hours this week, probably. And I will still get you an episode. I have done the thing that makes it so I can go, well, if I can do something like that, like make content and fucking get paid for it, I've earned the right to do so. But if you have no experience in life, if you never had to fucking work so hard that you think you could fall asleep standing up or that you've ever had to go to school so hard that you think your brain is going to melt inside your head or you're truly having panic attacks because of how hard the school you're doing is working you, then you haven't experienced the hard work 
that deserves that paycheck, that deserves the wellness, right? Like there's 16-year-olds who make astronomically more money than I do right now because they fucking like try on shoes on TikTok, you know, whatever it may be. Maybe they fucking review video games on fucking YouTube or they're super sick at video games on Twitch. It, and I'm not going to be the guy who says it's not fair. It isn't. It's, it's, it is fair because those people did that and they fucking caught lightning in a bottle and boy, you better keep it. That's fucking beautiful thing. That's one of the great things about just where we live, but it sets this fucking bar so low and high at the same time, which is weird to think about. But it sets it to where all the other kids go, well, that's what that's the thing I want to do. And the difference between like my generation where it's like, oh, I want to be a sports athlete or I want to be, you know, an actor or a comedian or whatever it may be, because that's what kids of my youth dreamed about doing. Those were the things that are like, I want to be the president or I want to be an astronaut. Those were the things like, and those are two obtainable things relative. I mean, not really, but like becoming an astronaut for sure or a fighter pilot or whatever. Um, if you work your ass off, you can do it. And, but some people, some of the best actors, you know, maybe they, the, maybe they just didn't, they weren't at the right place at the right time. Right. And that's just the way it goes. That sucks, but that's the way it goes. But the difference is, is there's a certain point that all the people of my generation reached and they go, well, I got to become a part of society at some point. So I'm going to start doing my thing and start fucking studying or working my ass off. The thing about Twitch streaming and becoming a professional video game player or a fucking product review guy or whatever is that you can try and do that forever and we're just going to run out of labor guys. We're going to run out of mechanics. We're going to run out of sanitation people. We're going to run out of all sorts of fucking super hard labor industries, you know? And that's basically, I don't know if that's like my complaint about the youth of today is that they're just kind of like, if they don't make the world better globally, then we're pretty fucking fucked. Because they're softer than baby shit. They don't like... I mean, the fact that people outside of the military now have a say in how the military should conduct business is fucking absurd. Like, everyone's like, well, training Navy SEALs is too hard. Hey, if training Navy SEALs wasn't too hard, then there wouldn't be Navy fucking SEALs. And I know what you're thinking, like, well, you know, maybe we don't, maybe we spend too much money on military and maybe we do this and that and this, that and the other about with what, you know what, if we slow down and take our foot off the gas, unless the youth of today globally takes their foot off the gas as well and the military just kind of overall becomes just like this, and this is global, I'm talking global, and the military globally just goes, you know, we don't really need to kill each other anymore. We can just have a conversation like, yeah, I'm pretty unhappy with the way that they're doing this. So let's just go have a chat with them. We'll have this resolved in fucking 48 hours. But that's never going to happen or it might. I don't know. 
I feel like I just rambled on for like 15 minutes about that one. Thanks a lot, Musa. Um, other than that, that was a that was a bit of a, a rough ending. <laughs> uh, but whatever, fuck it. Who cares? Life goes on. It's fucking Sunday. I'm dropping this. Tomorrow's Monday. Let's have a fucking focused and productive work week. Kick ass. Smile on that face. Go do good. Be happy. Be a pillar of positivity for your community. And I'll be a pillar of positivity for you, my friends. Reach for me for your happiness and your power. (laughs) All right. That's all I got. Love you guys.